0: What's going on, everybody? This is your host, AJ.
1: And this is the other host, Jenna.
0: And we just wanted to welcome you guys to another episode of Crown Conversations, the podcast.
1: Episode four. Yeah.
0: So, how are you doing? How was your 4th of July weekend?
1: It was fine. It was great. I had a good time. Ate some good food. Partied with some dope people. Yeah. Carp DM. Carpe. Carpe. It was a, yeah. <laughs> yeah. What well, is it? Carpe or carp?
0: it's carpe carpe dina
1: i think it no nah. no nah,
0: bet me money ten dollars bet, bet me ten dollars ten dollars i don't ask know, now. you no know, i'm gonna ask aaron
1: i don't know you know how you know the saying as long as you know i owe you you'll never go broke so i'm gonna know owe how me that ten dollars too okay i think it's carpe dina. no it's carp it's carpe it's carp the e silent it's not <laughs> it's, the e is accent. <laughs> all right okay that's okay it's silent Okay, <laughs> <laughs> but no, I had a good time Party with some dope people. Shout out to Aaron, Day Snatchers, Society Global, Am i forgetting somebody.
0: No, but I know specific. I hate knowing specific names, but yeah, like you said, all of yeah, them. Aaron just, you're, and, and James as well, cause James. Yeah,
1: I was gonna, yeah, James of course, but I yeah. just do I know he's a part of it. So and I Prince just, too. Okay, they're all a part of. Yeah. So I just don't want to give individual. Just,
0: yeah, because You know, because
1: pe- you know, once somebody started feeling some type of way, no. You said it. That's not. why I said. Carp, you know. Carpe. Day snatchers, but yeah, society. thank
0: you guys for always showing us mad love and support. You know. It was
1: a little hot though.
0: I mean, it's it's always gonna be. hot. It's, Ooh, first of boy. all, it's smack dab summer in Atlanta, Georgia. Hot
1: girl summer. Hot girl shit. But we,
0: it was it was a good time.
1: You know, it was a good drunk. I love a good
0: drunk. You did look a little disheveled, I friend. Listen, I ain't gonna lie to you. I
1: love a good drunk. I w- I was fine. I wasn't. You know. I I I, I think I gave up my dancing heels because I haven't. I didn't dance. <laughs> Were you barefoot? No, I wasn't barefoot. I had on shoes. <laughs> I just. <didn't. laughs> I know. I, I definitely had on my shoes by the end of the night. I was in my flats though, but okay. I definitely had them. But I don't. I didn't. I didn't shake a tail feather like I normally do. I mean, y'all know I get down. Yeah. But you did, you know, standing on couches.
0: That's just what I do. Yeah, that's, that's all, what I, I do. I saw a
1: lot of videos. I said, Antonio can That's the
0: thing about, and I keep telling y'all niggas about recording me and tagging NDAs. I'm telling you, y'all not going to have me out here looking crazy in these streets.
1: I mean, I'm talking about, but Antonio, as soon as you got in, you were standing on the couch. No, like, I was, you ain't I even acted getting yourself
0: a down. buffer. No, no, I, I chilled. I chilled for like the maybe first hour. And then Aaron. Got you up. Got me up. Huh. He was challenging me. He was like giving me shots on shots. And oh, he, the dude so think he can outdrink drink me, but I already told him we got a challenge going on that he can't. So it's Aaron's fault. Got it. Say no
1: more. Say no more.
0: Alrighty, so we're gonna start um, this show off with our jester of the week. Jester,
1: jester, jester. it's actually
0: jesters because we have it's a group of individuals, just like last week. Okay. Um, so a lot of you may or may not know, but the masses know that. Um, Halle Bailey was cast as Ariel in the um, live action for The Little Mermaid. So, when that announcement was made, it has created an uproar amongst
1: everybody, everybody, everybody every race, every but more
0: particularly white people,
1: Caucasoids. Cock- no, no, don't do that. <laughs> Damn! What Caucasian? You call them Caucasoids.
0: That's why what, what do you think? You the, got to be politically correct, man. Come on. Caucasians. Okay.
1: But what you think? Where do you think the word stem from?
0: You said Caucasoids. Yes. Jenna, you can't be saying that shit because I know that's not real.
1: Okay, now I'm sitting up here. Why I'm sitting up here looking it up, y'all? I need. Everyone. Nah, but anyway. <laughs> so
0: yeah, it's causing an uproar and a stir because the. White people, or Caucasians, however you classify yourself, they're upset.
1: Y'all yeah, found definition. Is... the definition. Caucasian is
0: wait, relating to the Caucasian division of human. Thank you. Oh, I. Thank never heard you. That. Thank
1: you. Anyway, continue.
0: But yes, they're in a. You know, they feel as though that Halle should not be cast. As Ariel, simply because she's not a white woman with red hair, and they have taken major offense to that.
1: But I will say, I think it's the radical Caucasians. Yeah, I mean, it's not every white person. So let's make sure. Let's keep
0: it, it's the individuals who have a problem with black people who are racist. So let's just keep Correct. it a bug. We're not talking about every white person in America saying they have an issue with Halle Bailey. We're going to keep it to the people who have been spewing negativity and spewing hate on this young lady. Correct. They probably don't even know how talented this young lady is. All they're worried about is the color. And my issue with it is, first of all, it's a motherfucking cartoon. <laughs> it's just a cartoon. Like, it's really not that deep. Like, they have a whole hashtag, whole... Movement. I think the hashtag is not my aerial. Not my Ariel.
1: Mm-hmm. That's very. It's that, that that right there alone is just.
0: And yeah. it doesn't make sense because the real Ariel is not your Ariel because she's a fucking fictional character. So what are y'all
1: talking about? Hey, so Disney does. I just um shout out to just shout out to Disney anyway for starting these live action films for my for our generation because I'm a big Disney fan, but they trip yeah I say that that's just it's just you have you taking all that energy to just spew out all that negativity. you still gonna go pay for it. Mm-hmm. you're literally still gonna go pay for it
0: and the, I've seen people throwing away VHS tapes and DVDs a little for that you it. already pay for you like still pay for the, it. like they do dumb shit that doesn't even make sense yeah. like I come mean, on
1: shout out to I mean, but I think maybe this is like a maybe they feel in some type of way the radical Whites. Yeah. yes. Because Lion King is so black.
0: I don't think it has anything to do with that. No, just but ha- I love
1: the fact that, you know, July 19th, I'm going to see it. You know, the black, you know, more power to the people. But no, no I'm okay. still
0: back on The Little Mermaid.
1: Yeah, I'm saying, but you know, like, Disney has gone above and beyond now to make sure the casting is correct. Yeah. So now they they might feel like, okay, well, this is our movie now. So give us our aerial. But that's not that's not happening. Disney don't give a damn. They know they are gonna make their coin regardless.
0: Yeah, I just I'm just not you know. Really I just like really how feeling that.
1: I just like how Disney is doing the Brandy Cinderella with this because you know Brandy was the Black Cinderella. They had yes. Whitney Houston as the fairy godmother. The um, I want to say he was like Filipino Asian guy mm-hmm. as, as the prince.
0: But I just Whoopi Goldberg. But I just queen. wish that people would like all this energy that is being spewed yeah. and wasted on a cartoon, why not take all that energy and put it into something that's positive? Because we still have young black women and, and black men who are still being mistreated by police, like being subject to police brutality. Like, put that energy into something that actually matters opposed to something how, that's a fictional character.
1: They don't know how to do that. They don't know how to do
0: that. And then also, I, I, I can't be bias i mean there was black people as well in an uproar about ursula being played potentially melissa being Carter. played by melissa mccarthy yeah,
1: melissa. Like, i think that's a good decision
0: I, I when i saw it i didn't think there was a problem with it like people I, when i watched the little mermaid there was nothing about ursula that made me think that she was a black woman Yeah, no, and man. i didn't feel like oh this she need to be played by a black woman and there and they was do the live action there
1: was nothing in me that made it feel like it was a white woman it was literally, literally a purple, purple octopus. She's purple. That was that girl.
0: Like knock it the <sighs> fuck off. Like <sighs> it, it, there's a point where sometimes we get too woke and too pressed. Yeah. That we that we get that we lost in the sauce. We got to you got to focus. Focus. It's yeah. not that deep people. Yeah. It's really not.
1: But I I'm looking forward to um watching that movie. And at the I end know. of the day,
0: Disney done made their decision. They how they getting I her say, money?
1: did not just say I got disney fucked up they don't care they don't they don't listen they know they gonna make their coin
0: yeah so they
1: got lion king coming
0: that's gonna be that's gonna make the most
1: they money. have mulan coming out next year they already had aladdin which i did enjoy um watching will yeah. smith did a good job as the and plus we didn't make all this up well we did the only time we made an uproar with the will smith situation this season was they
0: didn't like how he looked
1: what's gonna be blue but he wasn't even blue throughout the whole movie. Yeah. He literally was blue, yeah, for maybe an hour. Maybe? Yeah, we, but they still gonna they did a good job.
0: Yeah, we just need to refocus the energy and focus so, on things that are important and actually matter. Say,
1: what's your favorite Disney movie though? Lion King. Oh, yeah.
0: yeah. Like I like as a kid, I wasn't into all the Disney movies, and I tell people this all the time. Like I, the only Disney movie that I have seen in its entirety from beginning to end. Is the Lion King? Really? I've never seen Aladdin to its entirety. I've never seen The Little Mermaid in its entirety. I was watching grown-up shit.
1: That's your problem. Now I was watching like Harlem Nights
0: Friday because I had an older sister, so I was watching grown people stuff. I didn't have time for the cartoons.
1: Well, I have three older brothers and I still watch Disney. Oh well, I mean, and one older sister, but I still watch Disney. My favorite. You don't ever ask me my favorites. I be sitting up here trying to get to know you. No, because I already know your favorite. I be trying to get to know you, and you don't be trying to, like, you know, reciprocate this same energy. I don't know. My favorite is actually Lady in the Tramp.
0: You can get to know me and ask as many questions, and it has been proven that people can still get me misunderstood.
1: My favorite Disney movie is Lady in the Tramp. I don't even have no comment towards that because it's just a shade box. Oh, Jesus. Okay, but, yeah.
0: So we can just segue into the main topic of today. Segway. We brought up, you know, the whole um, controversy with Hallie being cast as Ariel because, you know, racism in America is still very prevalent, still a major issue that I as a black man have faced. I've faced racism as early as I can remember, I would say maybe elementary school
1: mm, for real
0: yeah because people who don't know i'm from frankfurt delaware oh. and it's very white very white mm-hmm. very country very mm-hmm. redneck like the county that i live in it's trump county like even though delaware is what is it blue when you're a democrat yeah. it shows up blue democratically yeah. Yeah. sussex county the county that i'm from is a red county oh so, wow. so It's rednecks. I saw always saw, like, the big trucks, the hanging with the Confederate flag. I mean, like, I would walk down the street and it was, like, the Confederate flag in somebody's window, like, in their house. So I've experienced, like, as a black man, just racism at a young age. Um, Have you ever experienced racism?
1: I probably have. um, I've experienced it, but not on my part. Okay. So... I have, um, yeah, three older brothers, one older sister. So mm-hmm. my three older brothers, I'm pretty sure, have experienced it hands-on. But uh, specifically speaking, we were walking in, a, me and my older brother was walking in a popular department store, popular chain
0: mm-hmm.
1: that I won't mention. Because, because to, you know, yes. trademark <laughs> and copyright and all that good stuff. And um, he was buying his daughter a laptop for school. Mm-hmm. And there were, you know... Sometimes there aren't people in the electronics area. And and, and just so happened today, it wasn't anybody in the electronics area. So, you know me, I'm like, okay, well, excuse me, can we get some help? So we got some help from somebody that were, was working in the the clothing area or something. I don't know how mm-hmm. they had it situated. So he ends up, you know, getting some help. But then next thing you know, like, we were standing around the computers for too long, but there wasn't anybody back there. Mm-hmm. So security guard comes up so he's just like, you know, you guys need help or something. And I'm like, and, and you know, if you know me, if something ain't making sense, I'm going to bring it to fruition. Like I, so I'm like, you working in electronics? You know, obviously being, mm-hmm. you know, an asshole. Right. And so he was just like, no, I said, yeah, obviously. So, you know, I'm like, I'm looking for somebody in electronics because you can't help me. You can't tell me the gigabytes in the computer. You can't tell me the image. You can't tell me nothing about a computer. So um, eventually somebody comes to help that he literally works as like a nothing that has to do with electronics, but he was able to ring us up, mm-hmm. but he wasn't able to find the bag. So because he wasn't able to find the bag, my brother was just like, okay, we'll just give him the receipt. I got it in my hand. Mm-hmm. So I was just like, yeah, make sure the receipt is in the front. It wasn't even 30 seconds before we start walking to the front. We get stopped by one white person. The next thing is two white people. Mm-hmm. Then I'm just like, okay, well, y'all see the, like, I literally said, okay, well, y'all see the fucking receipt in his hand. Like nobody's going to be walking around this confident trying to steal a laptop. Mm-hmm. So by the time we got to the front, it was, we literally had been met by four people. So by the time we got to the front, I was just like, yeah, it's over with. I said, where's well, the store manager? Oh, well, what's the problem? I said, I'm not talking to you. I want to talk to the store manager. So mm-hmm. the store manager, come, and come to find out the store manager black. So, I, you know, I, I spill out, you know, what's going on. You know, I, don't get me wrong. I'm all for, you know, doing what's right. But when it comes to the point where is like, it's unnecessary and it's going to make me feel uncomfortable, mm-hmm. I don't like it. So right. I really felt uncomfortable, and I was walking maybe two steps behind my brother watching this go on. So, yeah, I took it to the top. Yeah. And that's just what it was. I don't know, you know, that's what it is. I And then, I, and then me personally, I've experienced – uh what's it called when blacks are racist against each other like uh, uh is it reverse racism
0: no that's not reverse uh Damn. i would need to look that up
1: yeah we gotta look this y'all we gonna look it up but when i moved here from north carolina i was a black girl going to i was like in north carolina i was you know if you guys don't know me i moved to atlanta when i was not but i don't tell people i'm from north carolina because you know i'm just yeah that's just not that's just not what i I don't get into the politics of it. I'm just not from North Carolina. So don't mm-hmm. say I'm from North Carolina. But um I was like the second black girl in North Carolina in my class. Mm-hmm. So when I moved to Atlanta, culture shock, I don't know no type of black nut. Mm-hmm. I don't know how to cry, baby. I don't <laughs> know how <to laughs> I don't know how to do anything black, if that makes any types of sense. I wasn't out here hanging with the black girls. I wasn't out here just doing none of that. So mm-hmm. when I moved to Atlanta, I have to immerse myself with the black culture and with the black community. And I walked in class one day, elementary school. Um, It was third grade, and a girl comes up to me and it was just like, why you talk like you white? Like, you think you white? So I was taking a backbone from it because I had never experienced this before. So I'm like, I don't know what you mean by that. So it was because I talked with sense, and I – enunciated my words and I pronounced everything correctly that they thought I was a threat because I had a good schooling and a good education that my mom you know my mom made sure I had so now it's just like you know you would have never thought that so yeah I I
0: can see like how that can affect somebody um I always say that sometimes black people can you know we can be our own worst enemy Almost in a in a sense. So
1: And that goes back to the first episode when I said some people don't think they black and some people think they you know some yeah. blacks that they white.
0: So my experiences I have so many, but <laughs> I bet you do. No, seriously. Like with me being a, a black man a black man in a mm-hmm. predominantly white area, it's ridiculous. Um but one of the main ones that really sticks out was I was in middle school and um it was time for um junior honor society inductions.
1: Oh, ain't that cute. So,
0: I you know, I w- no I'm not going to make no bones about it. I was very very smart and I still am smart, but like I was sh- like literally straight A's, um very involved student council XYZ. Nobody was really fucking with me. And I'm just going to keep it a buck like as far as that's concerned. Academic wise and being involved so when it was time for, you know, the honor society inductions and all of that, you know, you know, they sent out a letter home, X, Y, Z, you know, people were getting their letters. I didn't get a letter. So, of course, my mom and dad are trying to, you know, like figure out why, um, you know, how come, you know, our son didn't get a letter. What What's going on? So we had a family friend who worked at the same school that I was at and you know his ear was always you know oh, listening mm-hmm. always you know hearing what was going on so apparently well not apparently allegedly they did not originally or initially send me a letter to make an example out of me they said that they felt that I was too confident in myself Oh no. <laughs> they felt that I was too confident, and I, yeah, that was pretty much it. I was too confident, and they they didn't like it. Now imagine grown ass, yeah, white men and women having this feeling toward a 11 or 12 year old child.
1: So they wanted to emasculate you early.
0: Early, yeah. Like you you need to stay in your place. Yeah,
1: no, you can't do that.
0: So of course, my parents, being the parents that they were, they weren't having that shit. They pulled everybody to the carpet. Hello. So, but no, so they so they had the whole junior honor society induction, like they had it. I'm sitting in the bleachers, looking at my classmates getting inducted. I know damn well can't hold a candle to me, but I'm still just sitting here in the audience, looking crazy. And people, I'm leaving. I'm leaving the auditorium, and parents are like, "Well, how come? You know, how come AJ wasn't inducted? I what, hate happened? Them type of what happened? They're what happened? that not your fucking business? Yeah, You know what happened? Fake, there's
1: some fake parents. Y'all know what the fuck. They want. So
0: you know, my mom and dad got involved. And needless to say, I ended up, they had a whole nother ceremony. Just for you? Just for me and two (laughs) other people. Like when my mom and dad stepped into the building, people knew that it it was business time. Like it was not time to play. So yeah, so that early experience really taught me that if you are young Black, intelligent, and confident in yourself, you are a major threat. And yeah. that's what I want people to, black people to know, that we are a threat out here. And when white people feel threatened by us, they will try to do any and everything to make us feel inferior and to downplay our greatness.
1: Or either they'll make you feel like you were the fuck up. Because, you know, recently, you know, I've been going on these interviews. Literally all of my all-white panel interviews... They they talked in the sense of like why are you here? Mm-hmm. I don't know if they was thinking I was you know why a Caucasian because um you know my name's Jenna and on a piece of paper, whatever. But yeah, they talked as if it's like on some okay, well why are you here? Not based off my experience, but just what you here for? Like why you feel like you need this position? And luckily enough, I didn't get that position.
0: So, do you feel as though that had to do with racism, or do you just feel that's a common question that's asked during interview time?
1: I feel like because of the color of my skin. So, yeah, I feel like it is. It, in some cases, there are, you know, some racist views behind it. It's not right, but it occurs. Yeah. Simple.
0: So, and then, for people who don't know, like, my father, he's a cop. Well, he's a retired state trooper in Delaware. See ya. So, so when all of the, you know, like racism, not racism, but when all of the police brutality and all of that stuff was going on, people would really just come up to me and be like, well, how do you feel about that? Are you in agreement? you know, with the police, you know, with your father being a police officer, do you feel as though that those black people, you know, deserve what they got? And I was like, look, don't get it twisted. My dad's profession and what he used to do does not define who i am i'm at the end of the day i am still a black man like i don't agree with how my fellow brother and sisters were handled like period i don't i don't i don't care nobody
1: with a conscience right should agree with any of that
0: yeah so speaking of police officers i i want to say victim but i was subjected to driving while black when I was in Tallahassee.
1: I'm pretty I'm pretty sure you have. You probably not the only one. Like, when I'm telling you, like, I have been through some shit. Yeah. Like, Did they ask you who car is this?
0: You damn right. Yeah. Here's what happened. So, I'm driving. Oh, I, I had my little BMW at little time. Oh, you had BMW, the BMW at the time. Yeah,
1: so, mm. had I <laughs> had my silver
0: BMW at the time. So, I'm pulling on Tharp. I'll never forget. I was going to Tharp. I was actually about to pull in a seminal Grand. And then um, I saw, like. The cop lights come on or whatever whoop, whoop. so I, so i get pulled over mm-hmm. so i know i hadn't been speeding mm-hmm. um and i was just trying to figure out you know what was going on so they asked me for like my license my registration you know going through the whole protocol and all that stuff so when they stopped me i asked them i was like you know what am i being stopped for and, you know, they were like, oh, this is just like, you know, a routine a check. Routine. Yeah, no, it's this, not. This is just what we're doing. I was like, no, oh, okay. Yeah, no, no, it wasn't. So, they were really profiling me. Like, they didn't believe that a young black man could drive a BMW, could, could drive a, a, BMW, a 7 Series BMW in Tallahassee. Yeah, no. But guess what?
1: Guess who was doing
0: it? So, <laughs> when I, um, so after they got done running my stuff and everything came back, they were like, oh, we, um. Stopped you because your your tail light was out, and um, but what they said, whatever they said, they made reference to Ted Bundy because you know Ted Bundy was killing people. Yeah, but like, that was exactly. Like, but, like, however <laughs> they tried to word it, they tried to tie it in into Ted Bundy and to how he was killing girls and how it was correlated to them stopping me like uh, no bullshit like i really like i was now that i'm trying to recount and tell the story i'm really blown because they really had me fucked up
1: yeah no see so they said that my tail well, light was be, out. like fake funny right you know cops yeah. have a thing where they try to be fake funny that like they felt stupid yeah okay
0: so i was like oh, okay so as soon as i pull in the similar grand i get out my car i check my tail lights. it wasn't guess out. what it wasn't out it wasn't out <laughs> so i was literally being profiled So, when people, you know, outside of the black community are always asking, well, how come, you know, black people are always so hostile, or how come black people, you know, aren't, don't follow the rule?" we're uncomfortable, and I highly doubt that you have been subjected to the bullshit that we have to go through. So, I really just want, you know, even though we're talking about racism, you know, I want people to start having more open discussions about it. Like it's, it's, it's only time we have discussions about it or when it's a big deal that somebody is getting killed. Yeah. Like I, we all need to rally around and bring things to the carpet, bring things to light and discuss like, what is your problem with me? Like you, your ancestors brought us here.
1: Yeah. I actually. Hold on. Had, hold
0: on. Oh, you're oh, your Y'all ancestors brought us here.
1: Amen. Amen
0: and had us you know y'all too lazy to work y'all needed people to do y'all work and Mm -hmm. y'all know that we had stronger Mm -hmm. faster Mm -hmm. better Mm -hmm. so y'all brought us here Mm -hmm. and everything was all good until we started to rebel and started making names for ourselves and started you know making strides as a black community yeah that's when y'all had a problem with us and Like, now y'all want to mistreat us because y'all feel as though that we're making strides to become better and you guys are going to become inferior.
1: You know, there is a um, census, I think a census report. Mm -hmm. Um, They're saying that uh, minorities are on the path to becoming the majority Majority and Caucasians are on the path of going going the minority route. Yeah. And they don't like that. No, they don't like that.
0: They don't like... Being like feel like they're inferior.
1: Yeah, I think as
0: long as they are at the top. Yeah, they don't and care. They don't, yeah, and they, they can they look have, down. They don't care. They, it's cool.
1: And you know, now that you now that you speak on the Tallahassee situation, I feel like that city, that city in town—I mean, that city alone—is just prone. You know, if you live in Tallahassee, you've probably been prone to racism. I actually got a lady fired because she was being racist. My property manager.
0: Are you serious? Oh
1: yeah, she had to go.
0: What happened?
1: Um. So, uh, if, you know, of course, college towns are known, you know, you're known to get towed. So, my car was towed from my apartment complex.
0: Mm
1: -hmm. Not only did I have to park in the visitor's lot, they told me because a little piece of my tire, literally, I'll kid y'all not, a little smidget of my tire was on the grass. And... Your your you on the gravel.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: Yeah, that's how that's how that's how small of a detail it was. So when I go outside in the morning, I'm like, "Where is my car?" I'm like, "I know I didn't get told." Mm-hmm. Go to the um, office. Well, I paid the money to get my car to towed. Go to the office, and I pretty much say, "Listen, I live here. I shouldn't have got told, and I shouldn't have had to pay seventy five dollars." Me being logical. Mm-hmm. So I call my mom. Y'all know Sheila. So I called my mom. I was like, mom, you know, t- gave you the same story I just gave you. Mm-hmm. So she was just like, why the hell they think they, you know, they need to, that you need to pay, you know, she was just like, you're going to take $75 out your rent. I'm like, mom, you know, let's just go ahead and pay this rent. She was like, hell no, take $75 out your rent. So I'm mm-hmm. like, all right. So I go to the office. I'm like, listen, I took $75. I kept the buck with him. I, I took $75 out my rent. Because I shouldn't have got told. I said, y'all need to make it to the point where if I have a parking decal saying that I live here, then there's no reason why my car is getting told. Show They showed me the pictures. I'm like, y'all told me because a little piece of, and I'm not even trying to feel entitled. Mm-hmm. A look, like It's not even a little piece of my tire was on the gravel. I mean, it was on the gravel. Mm-hmm. So the property manager was like, okay, well, we're not going to take your rent. So I'm just like, so you're not gonna take my rent. Because I'm not out 10 pounds. She was like, you know, I'm just tired of you people.
0: Oh. Oh shit.
1: She said, I'm tired of you people thinking that somebody has to go above and beyond um da 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 XYZ. So I was like, You sure you wanna say you people to me and I'm trying to <laughs> give you my rent? Right. So she was just like, "You just need to leave the office." I was like, "Oh, you gonna see me again?" I just want to make sure you said what you said. Make mm-hmm. you. Called my mama back. I told her the story about you people. Mm-hmm. My mom called the um the actual managing company.
0: Mm-hmm. As yeah, she should have.
1: Mom called the actual managing company. She called me back. She said, "Jenna, go back down there right now and get them folks your money order." So I'm like, okay, I'm thinking everything squared away. That lady had an attitude with me because I feel because her managers got to her before mm-hmm. I walked back into the office. So she got mad at me because her job was now on the line because you said those two words, you people. Right. So she was just like, you don't need to be here. I was like, I'm just following your manager's, your boss' mm-hmm. instructions. I put that money order on the table and slid it to her real nice, and I told her to have a good day. hmm 2 days later I went back down there to um to I think get like some paperwork or something to get something to pick yeah. up a box or something. She was no longer with the company. And she, yeah, had she to go. shouldn't have been. She had to go. I think my my thing is when you have parents that grew up in that era like the civil rights era mm-hmm. the you know, drink out of the black faucets, drink yeah. out of the white faucets. They take it to a whole nother level because it's just like, we don't have to deal with this, deal with this no more. And my mm-hmm. mom is 65. Mm-hmm. So she had to do, you know, she had to deal with that. So now with us, it's like she she, she don't, she doesn't play. So now it, it comes down on me. Hence my actions at the Target Superstore. Yeah. I mean, oop.
0: Yeah, speaking of, pa- I mean. like, my parents were, like, I forget how old – I think my mom and dad said they were when schools became segregated, but they said, I think they were like maybe eight years old that they were in yeah. segregated schools. Mm-hmm. So my parents, you know, were, and exper- still, they experienced that as well. It was know? still hard. Too, yeah. It was fresh. Yeah. yeah. So I don't know. So when it comes to race, Jenna, like what do you think is going to cause the shift or make, it better or do you think it's just something that's taught generation after generation it's, it's just a, a cycle i think
1: i was just about to say it's not gonna get better it's a generational thing mm-hmm. it's like you teach your kids to to hate because mm-hmm. you know we look when we kids we don't really exactly we don't think about it because mm-hmm. we're just playing with susie, that susie. lives down yeah. the street or we're just playing with paulie and charlie mm-hmm. that live down the street um so I think it's more so of like when your parents start doing that, oh, well, you know, I don't know what parents say like, because my parents didn't do that. So and then when they start acting funny with each other, mm-hmm. it's kind of like you, you, you kind of get the gist of it. So I think it's generational. I feel like with our generation now, I mean, you still have those that think, you know, down on other races, but it's mm-hmm. not as not as prevalent but racism is still gonna exist because it doesn't it's not gonna go away yeah
0: and i feel like with trump being elected oh, it's man. just it was just so much like like you said like the racism was always there like just when barack obama was in office president obama was in office yeah it wasn't Of course, there was racism, but it wasn't as just like loud and proud. It's like when Trump got elected. I mean, all Um, this shit just started happening. People got out of hand.
1: People got so stupid. I like I get a kick out of uh, watching those videos. Like I was racially um, discriminated against, like in places like the grocery stores. Mm -hmm. And when them black people get going, I get I get a kick out of those.
0: But you know what? I I just have to give my mom so much credit because when i was you know growing up you know how you said we all think we're the same you know everybody's the same mm-hmm. there's no i didn't see any color and i was like i forget what happened some situation happened and i was like i was at school and then i came home from school and i was telling my mom i was like she said something to me and i was like oh no mom i was like we're all the same like you know no, you everything not. is good blah 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 she no, was like me. no you're not no you're not do you know the next day I don't I think my mom went to the library and she got the whole series of Roots. <laughs> she huh? made me sit I'm after school <laughs> every day I watched the entire series of Roots because you just don't know like you know, you're not taught that in school like She was like, you need to understand that you are a little black boy in this white area, and these people do not look at you as the same because you're not the same, and you need to learn your history. Like, learning about your history and your heritage, you're not going to get it in the education system. Oh, no. You get that shit at home. And I'm so thankful that my mom taught me, like, look, this is what happened. You know what I mean? So,
1: the first time I watched Roots, I was like, um... I had to be like 18, 17. Are you 18. serious? Yeah, it wasn't. I didn't. Nah, it wasn't. Yeah, no, for real. And I think it was the, it wasn't the Um, the Reading Rainbow guy. Was, I don't forgot his name. It wasn't the original yeah. version. It was the, didn't, didn't they do like a brand new oh, version?
0: Oh, okay, okay, okay. But because of the
1: brand new version, I was interested in watching the old, old version. version. So I just, no. Nah, I was like 17, 18.
0: Because I watched it in elementary school and then we watched it again in seventh grade, right? Mm-hmm. So when we watched it again in seventh grade. It just brought a whole new feeling to it. I'm sitting here looking around my classroom at these white people, like y'all got like, me fucked up. Y'all like y'all fucked up. Like it's filthy. <laughs> just Like <laughs> And then another <laughs> thing that I don't like about, you know, I don't want to say us as black people, but how they teach us our history. Yeah. And these education systems. They don't te- they teach us they make it seem like our history and legacy started in slavery. Yeah. Yeah. They don't ever take it back to, you know, we were in Africa, like, literally kings, queens. And they just, they already plant that little seed in our head that you not shit. And you yeah, need to I, um, know that we own y'all. You know what I'm saying? And it's
1: funny you say that because I didn't learn about Mansa Musa until high school. Who? Mansa Musa. I don't know. Oh, Explain. my God. You sitting up here talking about African history. You talking about you don't know.
0: Well, I mean, I don't know at all. I know you don't know. <laughs> it.
1: It's okay. Mansa Musa was like a um a king. Okay. And he owned a lot of gold. He pretty much was rich as hell. Okay. And that's when they started that colon, colin- uh, you know, I'm country. What's the word? Colonized. Yes. Um, that's when they started, and they took all, you know, mm-hmm. they pretty much came in and did what they had to do. But I learned it in world history, my tenth grade year, I was fifteen years old, mm-hmm. and even in that case, it was just a small smidgen, Snippet. like it wasn't like a whole much. I
0: didn't really get like dive into our history until. Florida A&M University, when we yeah. had to take African-American studies. Who was your professor? Um, what's that man's name?
1: Sylvester Cohen? Yeah. 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 Okay. Yeah. yeah. Sylvester Cohen. I feel like everybody and has to start off with him.
0: Is that, and I had Professor Mills.
1: No, but I ended. I started off with Cohen, uh-huh. but I, I forgot this one's name. No, I'm pretty sure when this uh, episode airs, uh, somebody will be able to help me out. Light skin, crazy hair. Guzman? Guzman! Baby, listen. <laughs> I walked in Guzman's um, African history, African American history class and I knew it was a senior level because you know, you know your senior level mm-hmm. class, start with four. Right. So I'm like, okay, this is my last little hoorah. I ain't got to worry about nothing. And plus, I'm a history nerd. People mm-hmm. don't know I'm a history nerd. Like I literally enjoy history. I can walk into a museum, walk around it several times. I'm going to read everything. I'm going to Try to enhance myself in every type of historic, and it doesn't matter if it's white, black, Indian, Latin American. I want to mm-hmm. know about it. So walking to this class, I'm like, okay, this is gonna be this is gonna be cakewalk mm-hmm. history because you know history is nothing but names and numbers and, and gossip. Days. Yep. Mm-hmm. When you break down the fact that history is gossip, it's nothing but somebody repeating something else that they didn't from mm-hmm. somebody else that they didn't You can you can understand it. Right. So. I'm like, okay, cool. When he walked in there, and he was calling white folks, white folks, he was calling them like colonizers, and he was calling. I'm like, okay, this man for real. <laughs> like he is really black yeah. powered out. Yeah. Don't play with me.
0: Yeah,
1: African, African, African. All us Africans. You walk out of here. Make sure you let folks know you're African.
0: Yeah. We
1: did the African test, the African continent test. Mm-hmm. Okay, boom. I had to read The Mission Education of a Negro. Mm-hmm. I had to read The Colonization of Um Africa or mm-hmm. Ghana is one of them books. I still had that book. Wasn't gonna sell that book because it opened my eyes to so a much. bunch of bullshit mm-hmm. that they over here, that they making it seem like is right. Yeah. Even on campus, we had a um museum. Like I literally walked yeah. through there. Like I go to these museums just to see how people uh, were treated. Yeah. And now, like my next venture, I want to go to the um, African American History Museum in, in DC. Yeah, I do I too. Do. Yeah, I do want to do that. And they say it takes like maybe two days to get through all of it. Yes, I just in the Civil Rights Museum here in Atlanta.
0: Yeah, I need this. I need to like really go and yeah. explore all that because I mean I still don't know all the history. Have but you I been know, to the but MLK? Kn- the where the
1: MLK Museum on Arbor? Mm-mm. You need to. Go. I need to go. Yeah. But yeah, yeah,
0: I do know enough that. I can in like professionally and speak eloquently on like my history. I can yeah. tell you that my legacy doesn't start here where yeah. you're teaching me. I'm I'm a slave. You know what yeah, I mean? Yeah, I
1: tell you know like in my past life I was a queen. I need people to understand that. I was in the royal court in my past life.
0: I, oh absolutely. I yeah. was
1: I had a tattoo to prove it. Okay. I was Nefertiti's um
0: so <laughs> In order, I know you said that it's generational. You know, right. like you said, racism is taught, which I, I absolutely yeah, agree. Yeah, it is. Do you feel like if we can educate and have open dialogue about racism and, you know, like, what's the cause? Like, do you feel as though that could start the change? Or do you just feel like people just going to feel how they're going to feel? I
1: feel like people going to feel how they feel. Because even if we educate you, even if we start you off young, educating you, Mm -hmm. it's up to your parents to keep the education going. Yeah. And it's no different than if you are a child and you go into school from 830 to two or 830 to three. You still have to what you your parents still have to teach you how to read and write. Like it doesn't stop. So I feel like if we want to actually stop this situation, it's going to have to do it's going to take it's. You have to. You got to be dealing with logical people, and it's some. It's some very dumbass illogical people in this world that don't think they dumb are illogical. Yeah. So I feel like it's, it's never going away. And
0: I want to reiterate that I don't feel like you know all colonizers, yeah, no, all Caucasian people no. feel this way. But to have these conversations, you have to you know bring stuff to the carpet and. And talk about it
1: because I, I listen. I, I'm down, you know. If, if as long as you know your like, as long as you don't step out of line, mm-hmm. you are good to go. Yeah, and I feel like the some there are some Caucasians that do step out of line because they have that token black friend. Oh, my friend is black. No, that don't mean it right. means absolutely nothing to me.
0: Right, because that token black friend is probably the token black who makes you feel comfortable it to say the word always, nigger and make you say the word nigger it in his presence. And has always been the token black. Right. So
1: they're accustomed to being the token black. So no, yeah. you can't. You can't, so...
0: If your talking black friend ain't like me, then you ain't got a token black friend.
1: Well, I've never been a token black friend. That's just, oh, yes, I have. In elementary I've, school, been a, yeah. I've been a token black friend the at elementary school. Elementary school. <laughs> Definitely. Elementary school. And what's crazy is now, like, now when I look at them now, because I actually I actually search for them, and i was just like, let me see what they're doing. They are your typical mm-hmm. Caucasian female. And you know what
0: tricks me out, like, now that we're recounting stories and things like that? Like, they, like... People really used to say some off the wall yeah. crazy shit to me as a child. Yeah. And I would just let it go because I was just like, oh, okay. So, like, you know how when you're in school, mm-hmm. oh, this one's cute, that one's cute. Mm-hmm. My name would come on. They'd be like, oh, he's cute for a black boy. Yeah. I would, and I'd be like, oh, okay, I'm cute yeah,
1: for a black I'm boy. 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 <laughs> the whole time. And, they my shady. Mom, and my mom was like,
0: <laughs> I told my mom, and she was like, cute for a black boy. The you're cute, period. The, yeah. You know what I'm saying? She like, that's, um, <laughs> The grading shit that they're telling you. I
1: didn't, you know, now that we, like like you said, now that we recount stories, I'm pretty sure all uh, black girls can attest to this, if you've been around um, white girls. Mm-hmm. Or, my mom and my um, brother's um, baby mom at the time, whatever, um, they used to always tell me not to let people touch my hair. Mm-hmm. Because I have naturally curly hair. Mm-hmm. You know when it, you know I had my curls. I used to have my yeah. I used to have my hair done. Now and they used to say, "Don't let people touch your hair." Mm-hmm. And I always thought it was like on some like, you know, just don't let people. Yeah. But now that I realize, like people get comfortable with you and get to touching your curls and get the, oh, well, let me see how this. Feels. Right. No, honey. Don't. And and now it's funny because when you go to touch my hair now, I literally would jerk back mm-hmm. and tell you like it's. It's, just look, and you definitely have to do that now because <laughs>
0: you remember the story about the little girl who, the little black girl who they, was going to daycare and they cut her
1: damn. At yeah, the Catholic out? school, yeah, baby, I would have showed up. That would have been the day y'all would have seen me show up for real. because you don't do that. Like, like you, you, you don't. don't. Like th- that's what I'm talking about—the
0: boundaries and the yeah. respect level. They don't respect us yeah. as human. They look at us as just like. Pro- they still look at us as yeah, property, so. like. If you feel as though that you have the gall and the guts enough to take a little black child who mm-hmm. is no relation to you, and because you're frustrated with their hair, you cut it.
1: That's it's a funny, problem. It's funny because black girls, we change our hair so much. Mm-hmm. So I was um, when I was working at my previous job, you know, she she was just like, "Oh my goodness, you you changed your hair." Mm-hmm. And then I was just like, "Girl, this is a quick weave. It'll be back the other way in two weeks." But see, when because I'm letting you. I'm letting you know that this is weed, mm-hmm. because your dumb ass knew it was weed, because you know right. my shit ain't this straight. Right. But I'm also letting you know what it's called, mm-hmm. quick weed. I'm yeah. letting you know my 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 tresses are still here under this quick weed. They, we like, don't be so stupid. Many, there's so many use ways your, that we your,
0: have to continue to educate, and it, yeah. sometimes it gets tiring, but we have to continue to do it.
1: Have you ever had that situation where you had to like, like, uh, where you had like it wasn't it wasn't they probably thought that it was, you know, nothing, but to you, it's like, okay, now you, now you sitting up here being dumb. Like somebody of another race asking you.
0: Asking me. I, I'm pretty sure. Because it happened, you black,
1: I, you should automatically know it. Like, you know, like something like. Like what? I don't know. No, I,
0: I I mean, I'm pretty sure it happened, but I can't think yeah. of anything at the, at the top of my head.
1: Like, oh my God, do all black people do this? Like one of them situations.
0: Oh, do oh. No. Ah,
1: uh, because you black, you should know this answer. Okay. Yeah. That you know Th- that has happened. Uh, I can't give. you like I can't give an example. Give that yeah, example.
0: Okay. yeah. But of course that happens. Like, but it is what it is. But I just you know really felt that it was important, and I'm sure this is not. This is definitely not gonna be the last time that we talk about racism. Because oh, I'm because no. spr- I know for a fact some more things are going to happen and are going to come up. But. We needed to talk about this today because it's like really starting to make noise and you know, like more stories are starting to come out, you know, about the whole the casting of the whole um the Little Mermaid. Mm-hmm. So I just felt as though that it was important to at least get the dialogue started about racism and so people wouldn't be ignorant to think that it does not exist and you know, that we can just, you know, start talking about it, have an open, educated, conversations about with our it without argument without mean, yeah. argument and you know people and i mean i know there's people who you know that we uh, deal with and associate with who are black who probably have had similar stories and it's just good to get those stories out so yeah. you know
1: of course we're going to ask about these stories on our um instagram page yeah so we would love for y'all to share
0: yeah absolutely definitely we're trying to get more into a more interactive space yes. so we definitely you know once this episode airs Please feel free to share your, you know, your stories and things that you faced and, you know, how it made you feel and all of that stuff. Because I definitely, you know, want to be a part of the change. You know, you can't really complain about something if you're just going to take a back seat and not mm-hmm. be progressive and wanting to join something and get the movement started. Mm-hmm. So I'm definitely open to it. So, yeah.
1: That's pretty much it for me. Um, okay,
0: so we're going to go. King of into, the week. Can, you want to do king or queen first?
1: That's up to you. Okay, we'll do. Well, our queen of the week is H-Hally Halle Bailey. Bailey. Yeah, so, and the know. reason
0: why we gave her the queen of the week is, of course, she was casted as Ariel in the um, remake live action of The Little Mermaid. And she
1: just does a damn good job. Doing it's whatever. very. yeah.
0: First of all, congratulations to, to her. Mm-hmm. And it's just monumental. You know, it's good to see that Disney is about the change yeah and about talent yeah. and not just about color and about race, they didn't feel as the need to oh just because the cartoon was a you know white girl with red hair that they need to cast a white girl with red hair yeah in I definitely thing. I
1: would definitely give their diversity and inclusion department, yeah, props awesome. I, I don't know if everybody up top is feeling the same, but I can definitely feel like their diversity and inclusion. Uh, department definitely spearheaded that. Plus, Hallie just does a dope job. She's and a good she's talented. She's, she can she's sing that show on Freeform. Cronish, um, Grown-
0: uh, Cronish. She's and she can act. And the thing about it though, people don't know that her sister and her have been acting since they were toddlers. Yeah, so they're not dumb. They're not so they're, new to the yeah, Disney not, family. That yeah. like, they were literally part of like the Disney family. That whole era of you know like you know the black kids being right. a part of Disney. So. Do your research before you try to downplay her talents and her skills.
1: And who you got for King of the Week?
0: My King of the Week is none other than Colin Kaepernick. Okay. So, of course, you guys know that Colin Kaepernick was um, a football player. He played for the 49ers. Mm -hmm. You know, he has um, evolved into someone who's all about social justice and standing up for black rights and things like that. So... Aside from that, the reason why I named him the King of the Week is because he had a Nike shoe um, called the Flag Air Max One USA. Um, But he asked Nike to recall the shoe because on the back of the heel of the shoe there was a 13 star Betsy Ross era American flag on the back of it. And he asked him to recall it because he felt as though That it's the same symbol used by white nationalist groups, so
1: well that goes back to history too, because thirteen colonies, right? And all and of course, if you know your history, all blacks were enslaved during that time. During that time, Mm -hmm.
0: so I just you know wanted to give Colin Kaepernick a shout out in the King of the Week because he's always standing up Mm -hmm. for us and not afraid to speak out against social injustices that are going on, you know, in current day. I mean. He just it. so dope. I have to take my hat yeah. off to him because he put his whole career on the line. He didn't yeah. care. They told him not to kneel during the national anthem, and he stayed true to his movement and continued. And it eventually lost, you know, his football contract. They blackballed him in the NFL. Yeah,
1: but he was still dope. with
0: But it. he's still getting that money. Yeah, he, he has endorsements too. with Nike. Has his own, you know, book deals mm-hmm. and you know, getting the bookings and things like that. So I salute any black person especially a black man who has the balls to stand up you know for social injustices and putting everything on the line for that
1: yeah so shout out to shout out to everybody and shout out to this race episode
0: yeah i really hope that by us doing this episode that Mm -hmm. even as as uncomfortable as race is as a topic that people can shift through well not shift through, sift through the topic and speak educated and speak um excuse me, speak intelligently about the topic and it can spur more conversations about race and how we can, you know, find some type of resolve right for it, you know?
1: Well, okay.
0: So that's it for us. I hope you guys enjoy this episode and we can't wait, you know to hear the interaction from you guys this week.
1: See y'all episode five. I'm going to make it juicy. We're going to make episode five juicy. We're
0: going to have fun with episode 5 Yeah, y'all.
1: we gonna we're going to make it juicy.
0: All right, y'all have a good week.
1: Bye.